Hey, Carol, so sorry to spring this on you out of nowhere, but I just got a call from Theodore. Apparently, his mother changed her mind and decided to help out with the baby shower. Could you please involve her in the planning process? What gives? I thought she didn't even want to attend, and now she's trying to help plan it? I have no idea. She kept complaining about getting on a three-hour flight just to be forced to spend a few days waiting at our tiny house. Then yesterday, I guess she realized she could go straight to the venue and changed her mind about coming. Let's just humor her. I don't know if that's a good idea. Didn't you say you'd only met her twice and each time she ignored you and focused all her attention on her son? I just want to avoid unnecessary family drama at all costs. She's Theodore's mother. I don't want her to feel like we don't consider her to be part of our family. Especially now that my father-in-law has passed away and left her in charge of their estate. Please, help your sister out. But most of the planning's already done. What would she even do? She'll probably just want to add a fancy decoration or two to make the photos look more appealing for her rich friends. It should be tolerable. All right, how bad can she be? Give me your number and I promise I'll try my best to make her feel included. Thank you so much, you're the best. Hello, Alyssa? This is Carol, Leah's sister. She told me you wanted to help out with the baby shower. That's right, my grandchild deserves the best, so I'm going to make sure this baby shower is the talk of the town for years to come. So, brief me on what's been done so far and I'll take over from there. Take over? I'm afraid there's been a misunderstanding. We'll be planning the party together, as a team. Are you sure? Because I'm quite certain I told Theodore I could handle things on my own. Yes, I'm sure. Putting together a baby shower can be a pretty labor-intensive task. It would have been unfair to let you take on it all alone. Plus, we need input from both sides of the family, right? Okay. I suppose having an assistant might speed things up. You may help me. Thanks for the permission. You're welcome. Now, I've already made a list of everyone I'd like to invite. So far, I've got around 95 guests, but it's not set in stone. Oh, uh, actually, we were thinking of inviting only about seven people. Seven? Why? Is this about the money? You don't have to restrict yourself to stay under a tight budget. I'll pay for this party myself. So let's just put 95 down for a start. It's really not about the budget. Leah wants to avoid coming in contact with too many people during the flu and cold season. It's just safer this way. Plus, I don't think we even know that many people. Could you tell me who you're planning on inviting? Let's work on cutting the list down little by little. Our friends and family members, of course, plus some neighbors and co-workers. Oh, and the doctors from the maternity hospital. Well, I'm sure both Leah and Theodore would agree that we should keep the invite list to close friends and family members. I've already told you, money's not an issue. We can invite as many people as we want. I've already started sending out the invitations. Look, I'm almost done. <laughs> when did you start sending out these invitations? There's just no way 95 people are going to fit in their living room. And why are they all women? I know, that's why we'll be holding it at the lovely botanical garden only an hour from there. Oh, and the party's no longer co-ed. We're doing things the traditional way. You can't be serious. You can't uninvite every male guest. What about your son? What about our father? And how could you book the venue without discussing it with your son and daughter-in-law first? Why are you assuming that my son didn't know about this in advance? Did he know about it? Well, no, but I'm sure he'll understand. He's always done everything in his power to make his mother happy. And how could they be mad about the garden? It's just the most darling place. We'll set up beautiful tents and have the party right at the heart of it. 
I saw something similar on TV once and it looked magical. But it's mid-January, it'll be freezing cold out in the open. Alyssa, I think it's best that you cancel it. Why are you making decisions on their behalf? I bet they'll be happy with this venue. Okay, I'll go and ask Leah to discuss it with Theodore and I'll get back to you, okay? Sounds good. But please hurry, we still have so many things to take care of. Just because I joined in later doesn't mean I won't go over every detail. Leah, what are your thoughts on having the baby shower at a botanical garden an hour away from your house? That sounds torturous. You're asking on Alyssa's behalf, aren't you? Yes, sorry. This has her name written all over it. Of course, she'd completely disregard my wishes. We've told her multiple times that we want it to be an intimate gathering at home. I had no idea you'd already discussed it with her. She seemed so sure you'd be okay with it. Then she must have also mentioned the guest list, right? The guest list? Is she thinking of leaving some people out? Well, she promptly removed every masculine name on the list and declared it'd be a women-only baby shower. And if that wasn't enough, she sent me a list of her own with 95 guests. It's like she grabbed the phone book and started writing down as many names as she could. I'm sorry, but I'm not sure if I can manage to rein her in. She just ignores everything I say. I had no idea she'd be such a nightmare to deal with. I'll call Theodore and ask him what we can do. Just to be sure, you absolutely do not want to go with any of her suggested changes, right? Right. I only left the hospital a couple of days ago. I don't want to leave my warm house and freeze in some garden just so my mother-in-law can impress her friends. Got it. I've got bad news. Theodore called her and asked her to cancel the booking, but she immediately broke down crying and started accusing him of not loving her. Anyway, long story short, after 40 minutes of going back and forth, she agreed to cut the guest list down to 50 people, three of which will be our original guests. But that's still too many! I feel like crying myself, but what can we do? You know she keeps holding us hostage with Theodore's inheritance. She just drops the casual, well, maybe I'll gift my fortune to someone who cares about me, and we start waving a white flag. Maybe it won't be so bad. I could wear a winter coat. It's a lot, but at least I'll have the decorations and activities we picked out to look forward to. I don't know. If we're changing the venue and the number of guests, we'll have to make some major adjustments to them as well. Will we be able to afford it? Well, Alyssa offered to pay for the whole thing, right? If she's going to force these changes on me, she might as well pay for the things I actually want. I guess that's fair enough. So, what are we going to do about the guest list? I see you've had a word with your sister. Hate to say it, but I told you so. I knew they'd come to love the venue. Sure. Anyway, will you be choosing who we're going to leave out? If possible, I'd love to have the final list by the end of today. Oh, I won't be leaving anyone out. I'm still going to invite everyone on the list. The first 50 people to RSVP will get to come to the baby shower. Don't you mean 47 people? Three of those are our original guests. Wasn't it enough that you crossed their partners off the list? Now you're going to make them compete with strangers for their spots? No, I'm pretty sure I meant 50 people. If you want them to come so bad, why don't you call them up and tell them to hurry and RSVP as quickly as possible? Currently, there are 38 spots remaining. Give me a few minutes to notify them. Chop chop, Carol. These spots are in high demand. I told them. You can't say I'm being unfair. It's first come, first serve. Everyone gets an equal opportunity. Whatever you say. 
Shall we move on to the menu and decorations? We've already taken care of those. How's that possible? I thought my hip daughter-in-law wanted to combine the gender reveal party with the baby shower. Yes, Lee and Theodore decided to wait a bit longer and reveal the baby's gender during the baby shower, but I don't see what that has to do with the decor or the menu. The week before Leah was hospitalized with a kidney infection, they went out and bought the decorations together. They bought the decorations without knowing the baby's gender? You must be kidding. No, I'm being serious. They got the most beautiful gold and white balloons along with some other neutral decorative pieces. Neutral? Don't tell me they're thinking of doing one of those gender-neutral baby showers. Yes, that's exactly what they're trying to do. But that's not right. I already had two different designs drawn up, one in blue for a boy and one in pink for a girl. We were going to have themed cupcakes and flowers. I planned out every detail. You can't do this to me. Well, I'm sorry you decided to put so much effort into something you weren't even tasked with, but gender decorations are going to ruin the surprise. If it's any consolation, we'll be doing the gender reveal with a gold balloon with blue or pink confetti inside. What do you mean? How's that going to work? Well, you put the confetti inside the balloon, inflate it, and when you pop it, you get to learn the baby's gender based on which colored confetti's inside. Pop it? There's no way we're doing that. Do you know how many of my guests are over 50? What if they get a heart attack when the balloon pops? I don't think it's going to be that loud. Can you guarantee that it's not going to send anyone to the hospital? Well, I probably couldn't guarantee that, but I've never heard of that happening before, so it should be fine. Just because you haven't heard of that doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. I'm not putting the lives of my friends and family at risk over cheap theatrics. Oh, I know what we should do. Let's just decorate the venue with either blue or pink colors and have her walk in with a blindfold on. It's a perfectly fun, safe way of doing a gender reveal. But they spent hours handpicking each decoration. Besides, it should be a surprise for the guests as well. We can't blindfold 50 people. There must be another way. How about we get a cake and do the reveal that way? No, this is final. My idea is perfect. Now tell me the gender of the baby so that I can place the order. I can't. What do you mean you can't? Don't even think about lying to me. Theodore told me you were in charge of the gender reveal. So tell me, is it a girl or a boy? I can't tell you because I don't know. I was supposed to learn the baby's gender the day before the party. Okay, then go to their doctor and find out. I can't do that without discussing it with Theodore and Alyssa first. And how did that work out for you last time? Must we go through this all over again? You already know they're going to take my side. I'm going to check just in case. It's a huge change. It's best that we're all on the same page about it. Fine, but don't say I didn't warn you when they turn you away. Oh, and please go over this too when you have time. <laughs> I noticed the menu had a few questionable items on it, so I swapped them out. What's the meaning of this? Did you remove an entire section? Did you not see the notes in red next to those items? They were chosen specifically to accommodate our guests' dietary restrictions. Enough with this new age nonsense. I'm obviously not going to ignore people with real allergies, but I'm not going to ruin my perfect baby shower with gluten-free, vegan, and dairy-free options. It's all so boring and bland. They don't even look appetizing. I can't believe this. You're putting their lives in danger. Oh, please. No one's died from being allergic to bread. They'll survive. Oh, my God. Yes, they have. If left untreated, celiac disease could totally lead to a fatal condition or two. 
I am not in the mood for your fun WebMD trivia, Carol. Not everything on the new menu contains gluten. If your side's not satisfied with the food I've picked out, they can just not come or eat before they arrive at the party. I have to go to work now. Let's continue this discussion another time. Fine. Hi, Theodore. I don't mean to sound rude, but I don't know what to do about your mother's wild ideas. I'm sure she has no ill intentions, but what she wants is so far detached from Leah's vision that I know she's going to end up feeling miserable. Have a look at these screenshots. This is how bad the situation's gotten. I'm upset too, Carol, but my hands are tied. We can't go against my mother's wishes until we've at least purchased a house of our own. But the garden's an hour away and the guests are going to be seated outdoors! You know Leah's always been very sensitive to cold temperatures and it's only gotten worse during the course of her pregnancy. It's not just the venue either. Even if she sits there wearing a parka and a pair of winter gloves, she's still going to have to deal with 50 random guests, a limited menu, and tacky decorations. She's already altered almost everything on Leah's dream baby shower list and we haven't even gotten to the activities yet. Should I call her again and plead with her to change her mind? What makes you think it's going to work this time? What else is there to do? I can't think of a way that'd leave both of them satisfied. Well, I've got an idea, but it's a little risky and I need your help. As long as it's not putting Leah at risk, I'm willing to do anything. No, of course not. I need some time to work out the details. Once I've figured everything out, I'll send you and Leah emails containing the plan. All right, if you manage to find a way out of this mess, we'll be forever indebted to you. Hello again, Alyssa. Sorry for making you wait. I was very busy at work and couldn't manage to find time to text you. That's quite all right, I get it. You must be feeling pretty dispirited. I got another call from my dear son. I'm assuming you're finally ready to concede your defeat? You were right. They really did give in to your demands. I told you so. You did. It's too late to call now and she doesn't work during the weekend, so I'll go ahead and ask the baby's gender on Monday. Let's consider the decorations taken care of for now. We'll find a way to work around the dietary restrictions too. We can warn them not to arrive hungry. Fantastic! Now let's move on to the activities! Do you have any fun games in mind? We were thinking we'd have finger painting booths. What? Why? Because it's a fun activity. We'd hire a professional artist to guide us. Theodore mentioned you used to take him to those booths often when he was a child. We thought it'd be an homage to that. Well, that's right. We did have a lot of fun back then. What a thoughtful idea. I bet my sweet Theodore is the one who came up with it. Yep. I knew it. What else do you have in mind? A cupcake decorating station and a onesie decorating workshop. I love it. Look at us finally on the same page. Yes, that's just great. Now, I just have to go over the baby registry to make sure there aren't any inappropriate gifts in there. Oh, we don't have one of those. Why not? Well, you know, the guest list only consisted of our parents, you, and four other friends, so we thought they might as well just bring whatever they feel like bringing. That's uh, so irresponsible of you. I'll have to create the registry myself. I think that's a great idea. See, this is the kind of collaboration I was expecting when you said we'd be working as a team. I'll start making calls right away. I've notified our friends. Fortunately, none of them had any urgent plans for the weekend. Did you call your parents? Yes, they'll be here tomorrow morning. I've already called the doctor. I'll get the balloon and come over to help with the decorations up. I'll go get the food in the meantime. Great, we should be able to have everything ready by tomorrow. 
We informed the original guests that the date of the baby shower had been changed. That Sunday, we held Leah's baby shower at her house, just as she'd wanted. The day before, Theodore and I put up the decorations they'd bought. We took care of the menu as well. It was a lovely party, culminating in a gender reveal. The balloon barely made any noise as it popped. Two weeks later, Alyssa held her own baby shower at the botanical garden. The blue decorations and cupcakes went so well with the whole winter theme that Mother Nature decided to add the finishing touch, gracing us with heavy snowfall. I guess Alyssa did end up getting her wish. People in our town will be talking about the baby shower that had dozens of women shivering in their winter coats for a long time. We made sure to tip the fake Leah well. She did such a great job acting like a pregnant woman and she looked so much like Leah. I'm positive she would have been able to fool Alyssa even without her big parka, skirt, hat, and gloves. Leah had a good laugh when she heard what had happened. She'd been relaxing on the sofa with a cup of tea in her hand during the whole ordeal. Once the baby's born, they're planning on moving to a new house. This time they won't be needing Alyssa's help. Not in the traditional sense, anyway. They've made good money selling off the lavish gifts from Alyssa's registry. Hopefully, once they're fully financially independent, they'll be able to set strict boundaries with Alyssa and cut her out of their lives if she refuses to honor them.